James Gunn set to announce only a few DC projects in January, and Henry Cavill fires his manager after exit from DC. All this and more coming up next, so stick around. Hello everyone, welcome to the Casual News Flash, the weekly news show from casual experts only. I'm Mike, and today we're just going to be breaking down a, f- just a little bit of news. There hasn't been a whole lot of news this past week, so uh, yeah, it's going to be a pretty short one. But just want to talk about a few things. So first off, a little while ago, James Gunn revealed on Twitter that he will be releasing his he and Peter Safran's DC slate for uh, the next, you know, however many years in January. However, it wasn't clear if he was going to reveal the whole slate or not, the whole, you know, DC Bible, as he's been calling it. And a Twitter user actually asked him how many projects will be announced in January. And James Gunn replied a few. So it's not really clear whether he means like literally just like the first three. I kind of doubt that. I feel like they're probably going to release, you know, at least announce the next, you know, two years of movies, I'm guessing, or like movies and shows or so. Like, it's really not clear what they're going to be, you know, what they're going to be revealing, whether it's going to be just movies or if he's going to be talking about movies and shows, all that. If if I could take a guess, I would probably say there's going to be like a few movies involved, but he is going to reveal what they're going to be doing going forward. You know, how they're going to merge the like all of their content, movies, shows, video games, comics. I'm guessing that's going to be like the main announcement and then they're going to reveal like the first few projects as well. But I guess we'll see in January. I don't think there's an actual official date for when. Gun is going to reveal all this. You know, I, I don't think it's going to be like January 1st. Boop. Oh, there we go. It's the whole slate. I think, I don't know. I don't think there's an actual date set yet. So going in that same vein, uh, there have been a few things that have been kind of making me think that maybe not all of the actors in DC are going to be replaced since Henry Cavill's exit. And since Wonder Woman three has been pretty much stopped or scrapped, there's been a lot of assumptions that all of the actors are going to be replaced, including Gal Gadot, Jason Momoa, like everybody. And I mean, it hasn't been officially announced yet. And there was kind of a vague reply that James Gunn gave replying to somebody on Twitter, discussing all of the rumors that everyone was going to be recast and rebooted, except for the characters Gunn had a hand in like, peacemaker and amelia harcourt and harley quinn but james gunn replied to this saying i keep seeing posts with this untrue theory we're not recasting everyone except the suicide squad so he didn't really come right out and say we're going to be recasting the suicide squad characters too he just said we're not recasting every so like it's not clear whether he means yeah it's going to be a full reboot including my characters or if he means not everybody is being recast you know, we're, we're going to be keeping some actors, some characters, all that. And kind of adding fuel to the fire is, or, you know, kind of adding fuel to the fire of my theory, I guess. Um, replying to another Twitter user, um, this Twitter user said, cannot wait to see what you're looking, uh, what, what you're cooking up, ta- talking to James Gunn. That being said, the move to boot Cavill and Godot, especially after they'd announced their return, doesn't inspire confidence. And James Gunn replied, I'm not sure where you're getting that we booted Gal. So, like, not again, not really clear if he means 
no, Gagal is still on potentially, like still in the role potentially, or if he means, you know, like, no, she, she wasn't fired, you know, like kind of like with Henry, like he, he wasn't fired. They're just moving in a different direction. It's not like, you know, he was officially going to return as Superman and they like actually fired him, you know, so it's not clear what James Gunn actually means, but kind of further lending credence to maybe they're not rebooting everybody. Uh, somebody, again, this is Twitter. I feel like all this information is coming from Twitter, I guess, because, you know, James Gunn and all the actors and everything are active on Twitter. But uh, somebody said on Twitter, I want this not to be true because it's Shazam, like re referring to, you know, the DCU rebooting everything. I want this not to be true because his Shazam is the one thing in the DCU I would absolutely throw hands for to protect. Uh, Zachary Levi is perfection, and Zachary Levi quoted this tweet and said, Oh, I, I really wouldn't be believing everything you see on the internet. I'm Gucci, Ash. We all Gucci. So, <laughs> not clear if that's just, like, wishful thinking on Zach's part, or he knows something we don't, or he just hasn't heard anything yet. I mean, I doubt they're going to announce, you know, Zachary Levi is out before his movie comes out, but hard to tell, you know? So, all that to say, not clear whether the DCU is going to be a total reboot or not. Uh, you know, if some actors are going to be staying or not, we I feel like there's still a, a lot of stuff that's left, left pretty up in the air, even though a lot of people are acting like everything's a done deal. Um, but speaking of Zachary Levi, he had an Instagram live a few days ago and just talking about a few, a few different things, but he talked a lot about James Gunn and Peter Safran, the whole rebooting of the DCU didn't give any details. You know, I, I don't think he knows really much, but even if he does, I'm sure he's not allowed to say anything, but he basically just said, you know, he, he basically voiced his support for James Gunn and Peter Safran and said fans should just kind of like wait and kind of tr trust, you know, in James's vision, I guess. I will trust that James Gunn and Peter Safran are making the best decisions that they can for the DC universe. That's their job. That's what they're tasked with. And I think that oh, there's there's so many things that everyone is saying like, well, they they did this for this. But you have no idea the reasonings behind any of the decisions that are going on. The amount of conjecture and dr like rumor mill and drama and nonsense that keeps getting spun around out there on Instagram and Twitter is laughable. It is unbelievably laughable. Um, so I would just say be patient and, and give them some space and some time to try and really make something special. And I think something that DC deserves to have and something that Snyder tried to do and it, it just didn't ultimately materialize, guys. And it's not an easy position. They got, they got handed all of these things that were already in a lot of conflict. So guys, just fucking give them a break. Take it easy. Take a breath. It's the holidays for God's sake. Just go enjoy what these holidays are. Let's give them some time to enjoy these holidays and let's see what's going to happen on the other side of all of this. And like I said, I, I have no idea what's ultimately going to happen to me. I think I'm in a pretty good position. I think we made a great movie. I think it's going to do well, reasonably well. I hope so. But again, regardless of that, if they decide at some point that, hey, this is the way we got to go. I mean, then, you know, Them's the breaks. That's how it goes. Now, I, I can totally see where he's coming from. You know, there has been a lot of vitriol <laughs> towards James Gunn and Peter Safran. Like, I, I understand I said in the last casual news flash episode that me and Luke did that I was pretty mad when I heard that Henry Cavill was out. So, like, you know, I get it. But I'm cautiously optimistic about all this, like I said last episode. And, you know, it really isn't James Gunn's fault. You know, if you're, you know, if you really think about it, it was really the old Warner Brothers regime that basically just 
killed what could have been, you know, at least an interesting DC universe. You know, the only way to keep everything is to have is to keep it like keep all of the weird, like contradictory continuity, all of the all of the fracturous and just all the turmoil that's been going on with Warner Brothers the last like few years. You know, first it was just Warner Brothers fighting Zack on every turn totally destroying his work after he left basically benching henry cavill without officially saying he's being replaced for like five years and then finally at&t buys out the regime or buys out warner brothers media and releases the snyder cut and still the executives fight them at every turn turn the move the series into the movie Zack Snyder's Justice League was supposed to be a mini series but then they turned it into a movie did pretty much everything they could to fight Zack at every turn again totally not like stonewalling him in stuff he wanted to do and then they that they like as soon as the movie came out and people the hype was at its highest they confirmed that nope, we're not going for with the with the Snyderverse. Basically, a middle finger to all the fans who fought for for the Snyder Cut to be released. There's all that stuff, and then finally, Warner Brothers and Discovery merge. All of the old regime gets fired, but we're still left with this just like hodgepodge of pettiness and like just whatever you want to call it. But it was just a mess and. I totally understand why James Gunn wants to reboot everything. I think on a creative level, it sort of makes the most sense if you, you know, if you want to start from scratch. I still think he could have kept some of the actors like Henry Cavill. Like if you're going to replace somebody like I, I think Henry was arguably like the best one of, if not the best DC castings that we, you know, had. So uh, I don't know. But all that to say kind of rambling here but all that to say i don't think it's fair to blame james gunn as if he's like some monster that's trying to destroy dc or something that being said like i do agree that i think james gunn does know how story building works how universe building works so i do trust him in that respect i don't know if i trust him yet to write a superman movie i do enjoy most of his movies but they all have a very comedic aspect to them that really would not work for superman um you know that being said maybe he you know we haven't really seen him do much with like heroes that aren't obscure and kind of d and c listers so i don't know i'm staying relatively optimistic but i can't 100 say i just totally trust james gunn at this point but yeah anyway henry cavill has reportedly fired his manager and agency his manager danny garcia is is the same manager that the rock has uh, it's also his ex-wife interestingly but this seemingly happened after uh the announcement with james gunn basically after it was confirmed that henry was not coming back as superman there were reports going around saying that he fired danny garcia months before all this but dwayne johnson took to twitter and said that that what that wasn't true so and it makes more sense like it, it for frankly it makes perfect sense like i totally understand why henry would do this um especially considering a lot of reports and uh frankly accusations that have been coming out saying that dwayne johnson and danny garcia their production company and everything have been were basically trying to maneuver things to give dwayne johnson more control and more power in dc 
in a DC universe and kind of trying to build a franchise off of Dwayne or Dwayne Johnson's <clears throat> Black Adam and everything, and that Henry was kind of a pawn in this. I'm not 100% sure. Like, I feel like some of these people leveling these accusations, I feel like there's some credence to these accusations, but at the same time, I think some people are attributing motive that isn't as cut and dry as I would say they're making it out to be. Uh, I'm not saying, you know, I can't really say either way whether... You know, because I, I like I I have been seeing these articles for like months and months. People, you know, trying to you know say that the the Rock is just some egomaniac who's like basically trying to take over DC. I think there is definitely some evidence that he's been trying to maneuver things to make himself definitely give himself some more you know power over DC in in a certain way and definitely build himself you know a big superhero franchise which. I mean, I can't blame him for that too much, um, but I'm not sure if there's any actual evidence that he's, you know, totally trying to overthrow everything at DC. I don't know. I I don't know enough about it to really speak too much on it. But that being said, it does seem like Cavill himself was caught in the midst of all this, like some power plays and some agendas from Dwayne Johnson and uh, his production company and... You know, I can't say for sure if it was entirely just an agenda or if they really did want Superman back. You know, they really did care about the fans. That 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 is what they said, you know. And I, I guess, you know, I don't want to totally dismiss all that and act like they were just lying, you know. I, to, to, to me, it seems more like, it seems more, more likely it was a mix of a personal agenda and actually wanting to please fans, but hard to tell for sure. Either way, it... Everything with Henry was so poorly handled. You know, he was brought back basically, you know, just like with a handshake deal to film a couple cameos and like basically saying like, yeah, we'll drop a contract for you at some point. And they even gave him the go ahead to say he was back, all that. And then, you know, then Warner Brothers hires James Gunn and seems seemingly gives him free reign to do whatever he wants. And without any contract, Henry Cavill, you know, they can start over with Superman and not bring Henry Cavill back. So that's, you know, what James Gunn does kind of takes the reins there, which, you know, it is his job. So I, I understand that. So frankly, Henry Cavill just kind of got caught in all this. And, you know, it, it is possible he was being used by his management and by Dwayne Johnson. I don't know for sure. I can't, you know, I don't like have a bias either way against Dwayne Johnson. So I'm not, you know, going to say like, I know for sure that's true or like, no, he was trying to save DC or something. So I don't know, but it totally makes sense why Henry would want to part way ways with them after this debacle. Um, but you know, that being said, I will say lo looking on the bright side, Henry has been like really, honestly, he's been a pretty blessed dude. He's been a pretty lucky guy. Like he, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying this, you know, to, to say like, oh, well, fans should, should just be happy what we what we got of his Superman. No, because frankly, I, I'm not quite satisfied either. But what I am saying is the guy got to work on Superman. He's been a huge comics fan. He, 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 he he's honestly just a huge nerd in the best way possible. So he's like he's got to live every nerd's dream. He's got to play Superman. He's, he's got to play the Witcher, Geralt of Rivia, which he was a huge fan of the games and then became a big fan of the books once he started working on the show. And now he's getting to adapt and star in a Warhammer project for Amazon. Uh, I mean, that that's just like, like hardly any actor 
at least hardly any, you know, actor that that's, that's that much into fandoms and stuff like that gets to do three huge, gets to play three huge roles and be involved with three huge franchises that they're a huge fan of. Like, that's honestly really awesome. You know, I'm, you know, just like looking on the bright side of things. Henry's like had an awesome career and he has a really promising career ahead of him. So it's not like it's the end of the world now that he's not Superman, though it is very unfortunate. But moving on, last like few little things of news I just want to brush over re- real quickly. So it seems like Avatar The Way of Water has almost hit two billion uh, I know, like, some articles are saying that it has hit 2 billion. I don't know if there, that means, like, it's just pr- projected to hit 2 billion, or one, one, 1 billion, sorry. But according to Box Office Mojo, it has amassed 955,234,966 dollars. So it's almost at 1 billion at this point. Yeah. So, I mean, at this rate, it's definitely going to cross at least 1 billion. You know, if it stays at this rate, if it doesn't drop, which it already did drop a little bit over the Christmas weekend, but if it stays pretty steady, it definitely could hit that two billion mark it needs to cross to break even and be potentially profitable. So I still haven't seen it yet, (laughs) but I will eventually. Last little bit of news to talk about. According to The Witcher showrunner Lauren Schmidt Hissert, his search, his search. I don't know how to say that. Sorry. Uh, but according to showrunner Lauren Schmidt, his search, uh, Henry Cavill's Geralt of Rivia is going to get a heroic send off from the Netflix series. Uh, she said that Geralt's big turn is about giving up neutrality and doing anything that he has to to get, get to Siri. And to me, it's the most heroic send off that we would have, even though it wasn't written to be that. Geralt has a new mission in in mind when we come back to him in season four. He's a slightly different Geralt than we expected. Now, now, by the way, that's an understatement. So not really sure what that means. It seems like they didn't write it to be a send off, but it kind of works as a send off. Kind of odd what that means. And if there's going to be any explanation as to the recast or if, you know, if it's going to be like a semi semi reboot or if they're just going to recast him and continue on with the story. But she also went on to say that this season three is going to be a very close adaptation of the second full novel um, in the Witcher series, The Time of Contempt. Um, she said when uh, she said talking to Entertainment Weekly, what is so interesting is that season three to me is the closest thing that we've done as one to one adaptation of the books. Obviously, we can't do every page, but Time of Contempt gave us so many big action events, plot points, defining character moments, huge reveals of a big bad. There's so much to do that we were able to stick really, really close with the books. So, not really sure exactly what that means, because I know Season 1 was a pretty decent adaptation of The Last Witch. The, the, The Last Wish was the first book in the Witcher series, but it was a series of short stories. So... They they did change some things, but there were some episodes in season one that were a really close adaptation like of the stories in The Last Wish. I know some fans weren't super pleased about some of the changes, but they didn't change a whole lot, especially the, the stories that were directly plucked from The Last Wish. Now, this, now, season two is supposed to be based on the Blood of Elves. I know they changed quite a few things, but I know like 
certain episodes were very close to the book. I haven't read all the Blood of Elves, but I know some fans who are huge fans of the books weren't super pleased with how The Witcher... How Season 2... How close Season 2 was to the books. So I don't know. But if that's true, that Season 3 is going to be the closest yet... I think that's, you know, not only is that a good thing, and I think, you know, hopefully fans will be pleased, but it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. At least the narrative going around that Henry left the project because the producers didn't want to stay close to the books. I don't know, like, so that, that doesn't seem to hold much water anymore unless she's totally lying through her teeth. I guess time will tell once season three actually comes out. Also, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, I know, because I know... People were saying that the, there were a lot of reports saying that Henry was displeased and that like the producers, uh, I know like one person who worked on the show said the producers would like openly mock the source material, but I know another producer came out and said that, that that's not true. So plus I know Henry had a lot of say in season two and I, I remember seeing some behind the scenes videos and interviews saying that there were like certain things from the blood of elves that were like directly adapted and henry seemed happy about that and he even worked to make things even more accurate to the book so it's really hard to tell it depends on like who you believe it's really you know it's very much like a he said she said or he said he said whatever um yeah i mean i know a lot of people too are saying that he left because of the superman role which makes a little more sense um, it's really hard to tell because Henry hasn't come out and officially said why he left the show. So I, I don't know if, if, you know, if that is true that he left because of the Superman role, that sucks. Also probably not the smartest move on his part, considering he was never given a full contract, but then again, it could have been, you know, Danny Garcia and his management that convinced him, you know, to leave. That could have been partially why he fired her. I don't know. Hard to tell. I can't really speculate because I just don't know for sure. Um, but speaking of The Witcher, The Witcher Blood Origin has <laughs> premiered to a terrible, terrible rating on Rotten Tomatoes, has a 10% audience score and 33% uh, critic score, which I don't think that really like matters f for the third season of The Witcher, really. I think a lot of people will even just tune in who aren't fans necessarily because they want to see, you know, Henry Cavill, the last season with him. But yeah, I have not seen this yet. I will at some point because I'm a fan of The Witcher and the universe and everything. So like I have seen some positive reviews, like some people have said it's good. So, you know, I don't know. You know, I <laughs> it, it, it is kind of rare to see a rating that low. So, you know, it's probably not great, but I will check it out anyway. But Anyway, that is the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And that is actually, this is the last podcast episode of this year of 2022. We'll be starting a new season and a few other new things in 2023. So please stick around and stay tuned for that. And please rate this podcast wherever you listen to it and share it, all that good stuff. And we will see you, well, we'll see you next year.